Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. My name's Chandra, and thank you for being here and listening. Feels like ages since I've recorded an episode. I've been away on holidays for a couple of weeks, so um, it had probably that's why it feels like ages because it has been ages. Anyway, this week's episode is because half of the year is gone already. Time, in case you didn't notice, is just continuing to just tick on by, and especially being just back from a, a winter escape holiday, we went to Thailand, which was just magical and really warm and great to be by the ocean and all of that and we just couldn't believe how fast those two weeks seemed to go and then you add to that that okay we're now the middle of the year it's July how did that happen it's like we blinked and suddenly we're in the middle of the year and at this time and I've noticed in different groups that I'm part of and conversations I've been having a lot of people can tend to have a bit of a wig out at the moment and realizing that you know half a year is gone and that they perhaps haven't achieved as much or done all of the things that they thought they would have done by now and sometimes when we do that as human beings you can just beat yourself up for that which actually is not really that helpful and it's far better, I think, to use this realisation as fuel to just fire you up a bit for you to set yourself up to have a stronger second half. Because the reality is that the end of the year, which we kind of set up as some magical thing, is just a construct anyway. It's nothing really significantly factually happens I don't know how to explain what I mean by that but I'm going to trust that you understand when we go from the 31st of December midnight into the 1st of January nothing really actually has changed that much it's just a date but it does act as a bit of a marker it's a marker of time and so that can be useful to use and to get some action actually happening because of that supposed deadline that we all seem to have um, in our lives. Now I normally run a new year goal setting workshop generally and last year I did it in December and then again in January two different groups and in the lead up to that I also do my own goal setting for the year ahead and this year and I do that probably most years I set three priority focus areas and goals within them for myself and this time of year the middle of the year is actually a really good time to do a bit more of a formal check-in with how I've been going in those areas so if you set any goals for yourself maybe you came to one of those workshops that I ran and if you did yay for you and yay for listening 
And so this is a great time for you to check in with those goals that you actually wrote down and set for yourself. If you didn't come along to the workshop, then you can have a look out for that later in the year to see if you might want to do it for next year. But you might have, instead of doing that, you might have just done your own goal setting process or maybe you just thought about things and didn't actually write them down. And that's fine too, to a certain extent. However, you thought about what you wanted to achieve this year now is a really great time to check in with how you've been going, what's happened so far, and what you might want to refocus for the second half. For me, there are definitely, definitely things that I have not done or that have taken way, way longer than I ever thought or hoped that they might take, which I have to admit is quite frustrating. But the reality is that as frustrating as it is, I can't change it. The time has already gone. The things have not happened or not completed or whatever. And so we are where we are. And so I can either just keep beating myself up and having a whinge about people letting me down or things that have gone haywire or happened or things that have gotten in the way, whatever the story is. But the reality is that we are where we are and I have to take responsibility for all the choices that I have made and the result that I've gotten and not gotten so far this year. Also, there have been things that I have done and achieved and that are great that have happened, which are also important to acknowledge as well. So this mid-year check-in and a bit of a reset is a great way for you to do both those things. So what we're going to do in this episode is I'm just going to talk you through how you can really simply do a bit of a mid-year check-in and reset so you can take advantage and set yourself up for making the most of the rest of this year to achieve the things and progress on the things that are actually most important for you. Because you know, and I was talking with my one of my sisters briefly today And we were talking about how fast time seems to go and there's certain things that I've talked about for years and Mick and I have talked about wanting to do for years and I'm really feeling that sense of itchy feet or something about, you know, what's going to be the catalyst for making those things happen? What are we waiting for and how do we set things up to try to actually do those things or stop talking about it? Because I tend to get to a point, I've noticed this at a few different times in my life where I have all the ideas and I talk about it and I get excited about it. But then if too much time passes and I've not taken enough action or the people involved haven't taken enough action, I get to a point where I sort of just crack it and I just literally just get my cranky pants on and say to myself or say to others, I have been known to say this to others, either start doing something about that thing or shut up about it because sometimes we just shop our story around and we talk about oh yeah one day I'll do this or wouldn't it be great if blah 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 or you know what we're gonna do and that's all great but the reality is if you're not doing something about it then it's just hot air so (laughs) I sound like such a cranky pants today but There's a couple of things that are on my list that I'm feeling like, you know what, I really want second half to be actually taking action around those things. Otherwise, I have to just be prepared to let it go. 
because I don't want to just be someone that talks about doing things but doesn't do anything about it. So I've actually sort of broken this into uh, four steps and I'm just going to go through them high level. It's a, it's an abbreviated version of what I would do in much more detail in one of those goal setting workshops, but it will be enough to give you some steps and some ideas of how you can do a little check-in and reset for your year. So let's have a look at these steps. Step one, I call the reflect step, where there's a couple of questions for you to consider and what you're really doing here is you're looking back over the last six months, so since January, to ask yourself over that time, what's one thing, at least one thing, you can always have more, but at least one thing that you actually have achieved or done that you're happy about? You're midway through this year. What's something that you've done this year so far that you're happy about? Second thing that you can ask yourself is, what's something that you have learned this year? Another question, what's a challenge that you have faced in the first half of this year? Something that you've had to overcome or deal with? And lastly, what's one thing that you're grateful for? And I like to include that question about gratitude before you set any goals because when you can reflect and acknowledge what has happened and you can get into a space of gratitude it tends to open up a sense of greater possibility so I really encourage you to whether you pause this episode and jot down some answers to those questions or you do this later I just really encourage you to spend even just a couple of minutes over a cup of coffee or a glass of wine or whatever your beverage of choice is to consider those reflection questions. Step two of the process is to look ahead and in this step or part of the process I want you to consider all the different aspects of your life both your personal and your professional life, your whole life and out of all of the different parts of your life to choose one or two elements to prioritize. I generally find that I choose three focus areas across a year. Some people like to have more, some people might just choose one big goal, so it's up to you. Some people take the approach of going I'm going to choose two aspects of my personal life and two aspects of my professional life and that's their focus area. So really it's up to you about how you approach that but I do encourage you to initially consider your whole life first. So I'm going to give you a few aspects just as some thought starters for you to consider and you can then decide which of these or other areas of your life are most important to you to focus on in the next six months. Before the end of the year which are the areas that you really want to prioritize and achieve something or change something? So in your personal life, it could be things like your health. Is that an area that you want to improve? And within health, there's so many little subsections. It might be about nutrition or fitness or if you're wanting to um, lose weight or decrease sugar or cut out caffeine or gluten or whatever your specific things might be. But, you know, health is an, is an area. Your social life. How have you been interacting with others in it so far this year? And is that okay or is that an area that you want to, you know, do some more social activities? Your relationships, so your 
primary relationships, your family relationships, how are they going? Is that an area that you want to focus on or prioritize? What about the area of community and giving? This is an area that I've actually done a, a few things so far this year that I'm actually really happy about because it's something I've thought about for a while uh, and not really taken a lot of action in. But this year I actually really stepped up and prioritized it. One of those things is around Room to Read and, and I'm coming up to doing an event with them again in August. So I'll probably mention that at some point. But for what about for you? Is community and giving, contribution, um, charity, is that an area that you want to prioritize? What about finances? This is a big one and I've been having lots and lots of conversations with people from different aspects of my life where money keeps coming up. And I'm going to continue to talk about that in different ways. Later this year, I'll probably start to do a series of episodes again around money. But what is it for you? How are your finances going? And what do you want to do or focus on in that area if it's a priority for you? What about sleep? Improving your sleep. Maybe that falls under health as well, but it's a different sort of idea or category. And your home environment, the space that you live in and that you spend time in, how does it make you feel? Do you want to improve or change that in some way? There are just a few ideas of different aspects of your personal life that you could choose to prioritize or focus on for the second half. What about your professional life? And this will vary depending on your current professional circumstances, but a few ideas for you of subcategories under the professional life area is, is there an area in that that you're wanting to change? Are you starting to think about and look at what the next level for you is in your work life? Are you wanting to change what you're doing for work? Are you, if you work for yourself, are you wanting to up the ante on how you've been showing up in your business? If you've got an idea for a side gig or maybe you've started the side gig, are you wanting to spend more consistent time on that or set some, some deadlines around when you're going to achieve certain things? maybe any of those things around changing your professional life. What about your online profile? I've been listening to a few podcasts and doing some training recently about LinkedIn and uh, how you can leverage that. Your online profile is an important part of your professional life these days. And with the way of work changing and more and more organizations and people moving towards a, a gig and project economy, your online brand, your personal brand is a really important asset for you to focus on and, and manage potentially. What about training? Is there something, an area that you are wanting to uh, continue your upskilling and development and you want to look into that? What about your leadership? Leadership of self, how you show up in your role and how you lead others or communication skills. Are you wanting to improve your presentation skills and confidence? those sorts of things. Or as I said, is there a side project that you want to really um, prioritize and, and focus some dedicated time, energy and, and, and budget to? So out of all of those suggestions, you could choose one or two or three or however many pop up for you, but don't choose too many. What I have done for myself and I've seen others do a lot in the past that gets in the way, it's a bit of a handbrake, is where you try to choose too many different things and then you're a bit too scattergun. So it's better for you to choose maybe even just one or two areas to focus on. And out of those, you want to write a goal or an outcome that you want to achieve in that area by the end of the year. 
let's say a personal goal that you have is that you want to improve your health that then you would create a goal around well, what does that look like if your health was improved what would that be and so you can write a goal around that and I'm not going to go through all of the whole smart goal setting model but what I will tell you is that you want to generally state your goal in the present tense and to be stated in a way that articulates what it is that you do want to achieve not what you don't want to achieve so if it's around your health it might be uh, it's now the 15th of December 2019 and I am feeling fit and strong and confident in my clothes or whatever the goal might be for you one thing that you do definitely want to include in any goal that you write is to include a specific that allows it to be measurable and the easiest way to do that is to include a number of some sort the ways you can do that is to include physically a number and it might be a number of things or a number of people or a number of times you've done something if it's about holidays, it might be that you want to have, have had two separate mini breaks in the second half of the year that's including a number, which is number two, twice you want to do it. You don't want to say, I just want to have more breaks because that's not really easy to measure. You could have one more break and that would be more than none, but is that what you really want? So you can include a number. Another way that you can include a number is to include a dollar amount. This might be an amount that you want to save. It could be an amount that you want to pay off of a debt. It might be an amount that you want to charge for your services as like if you have a, a, a business or that you sell things or you sell your consulting service services or something like that. You can also include a percentage. This one can sometimes be a bit tricky. It doesn't apply necessarily in every goal, but it's a way of quantifying and it could be that you want to achieve a certain percentage of time spent on a certain project or again if you work for yourself a percentage of conversions or a percentage increase of something the other number that you can include is a date I'll repeat those for you you want to include at least one of these in any goal you write you can include a number of things you can include a dollar amount you can include a percentage or you can include a date by when it has happened. Any of those will allow you to measure whether or not you're closer to that goal or not, or whether you've achieved it or not. Definitely encourage you to include one of those. And then step three in this process is to make sure once you've chosen your focus areas and written a goal is that you schedule some actions. What are the actual steps that need to be taken to achieve your goal so your goal your end outcome is literally like the end destination the end result but there's a whole series of steps that are likely to need to be taken before you can achieve that so just to clarify a goal of going to the gym three times this week is probably not a goal that you would set for the, the rest of this year you would want the goal to be perhaps bigger picture around your health and then the way that you would achieve that goal, for example, is that you might go to the gym three times a week. That way you see going to the gym three times a week as a step towards the bigger picture goal. I hope that makes sense. 
but you need to schedule in the actions that you're going to take that are going to move you towards the goal and book in time and tasks and when they're going to happen so that you can be making progress towards the goal. And step four is to get some kind of support or accountability to focus on these areas because studies have shown the impact of having your goals be written down, shared with at least one other person and some level of regular checking in or accountability. So I really encourage you to find someone to share your goal with. Maybe you've got a friend or a family member or maybe it's your partner and you're both going to you know, set some priority focus areas and set some goals for yourself and you'll just share with each other and check in every now and again how you're going with that thing or support each other if you hit any challenges along the way. And if you don't have someone that you feel comfortable or confident to share your goal with or it's something around changing career for example and you're not ready for that to be public knowledge uh, then I totally encourage and invite you and would love you to come and share it in the private Facebook group the Transit Lounge group so that I can help you keep it top of mind and don't feel afraid of sharing your priority focus areas or your goals because you're worried that well, what happens if you don't achieve it and then that means that you failed or you're going to be judged for that or whatever. There is no judgment at all. But what I do know is that if you leverage the support that's available to you and I am freely offering for you to come into that group, join the group, share your priority goals, your uh, goals that you're setting for yourself for the second half, and you're going to be far more likely to do more and achieve more than if you don't. And if I know and the, the group know that that's something you're working on, you just don't know. We might be able to help you in different ways. So I really encourage you to, to do that. So that was a really quick sort of abbreviated version of some of what I normally do with my private coaching clients and in my online uh, coaching programs. But it should be hopefully enough for you to just check in with yourself and reset your priorities for the rest of your year. So I hope that gives you a little boost and acts as a, a nice little reminder for you. And I hope that you have a great week resetting your priorities so that you can truly make the most of the rest of your year, earning great money, doing work you love without burning out. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.